Hey friend, the number one way that I recommend figuring out how many toys, how many items, how many whatever, the number one way that I like to help my family members, my clients and their family members decide how many is appropriate for them is to give them a place to keep it, right? So I love using bookshelves for toys, dressers for toys, little bookshelves for clothing in the closet. When we contain our belongings and we have a set place for them to go, it's easy for us to pick our, it's a lot easier, I will say, <laughs> to choose what items we love and fit them in the space that they need to belong in. When I'm using the bookshelves to display all of my kids toys they're literally on display they are able to see their toys they're able to look at them they're able to get them when they need them they're able to easily put them away and find them when we have multiple cabinets and containers and all these different places to put things um, even our husbands when they don't have a place to put their things they end up all over the house. So <laughs> everyone feels like they're drowning in stuff and everyone feels like it's someone else's responsibility. That's what ends up happening if we don't contain the space that contain the belongings. You have to have a set home for the things <laughs> so that they don't end up all over your home. Now, when you have children that are small they want to play where you are. They do not want to play off in the basement alone or in their bedroom alone. They want you to be with them. So they will bring their toys from wherever it is that you're trying to keep all the toys and they will bring them into the kitchen or the living room so that they are with you. This happens until they're probably five or six and maybe forever, depending on your child's personality. But they want to be around people they don't want to play by themselves in their room most of the time. Now, sometimes they will play quietly by themselves, but for the most part, your littles are going to want to be near you. So set a place for a few items to be in the room with you. So when my kiddos were little, I used a drawer in the kitchen that they had some toys they could play with, right? I did a magnetic um, little alphabet thing with some animals and stuff on the dishwasher I did a small basket and a bookshelf in the living room. It had like two shelves on it. It wasn't a lot of space. It was just a tiny area where they could fit a few of their things. And I rotated those out every few days, every few weeks. I would change up what was down there depending on the ages and stages of my children. Now, all of their other toys needed to belong on the bookshelf in their room and in the baskets that were there to contain them. And then if they had too much, we had to make some decisions. And when it's time to make decisions to get rid of the things, I have my children start by putting away their favorite things. Make sure the things you really like get put away because anything that's left on the floor or not put away properly is not going to stay. And that way they have control of what stays and what goes. At the end, when they say that they are finished cleaning up and you come in and they are, there are still things on the floor, I offer them a bag on the door to put anything they don't want to clean up again. 
Some of my children will put every single toy that they own in that bag so they don't have to clean it up again. And other children will pull things out of the garbage that are broken to save them because they love them. So I understand both of those dynamics, but giving your children the responsibility and putting it on their plate to contain their own messes, to be responsible for their own items, and to make the decision to give things away when they are finished with them is very important and very healthy in teaching them to not be so attached to all the things. If you have not done this with your children before and they are struggling to get rid of things, one way is to have them go and visit a children's home or um, a children's hospital and see children who are not in the best place, right? Maybe don't have a lot of things. Maybe they're sad and alone or maybe they're going through a hard time. And say that we are going to collect some of their toys to share with these children who are having a difficult time or who don't have anything. That opens up a giving heart in your child when you talk to them that way, when you um, teach them how to happily and in a healthy way give to others. And let it be their choice. And some of my children will pick their very best thing And some of my children uh, will pick their most broken, damaged thing. (laughs) Something they really don't care about. You know, like a single game piece and that's what they want to give, right? And others will pick their brand new birthday present that they were waiting for months for. So talk to your children about it and just do this on a regular basis, starting as early as possible. I literally started with my children picking up their things and putting them back in the basket. As babies, they couldn't even barely sit up on their own and I'm having them help me put it in the basket and praising them and making it their responsibility to pick it up with my words. I'm like, okay, oh, let's put these in the basket. Good job. Let's clean up your messes. You know, talk to them age appropriately. We don't want to talk to our teenagers like that. They will really be disgusted with us, (laughs) but making it fun and making it positive reinforcement. Um, and you know, keeping it from being overwhelming. If your kids' toys are really at an overwhelming level, then maybe they don't need to have a say in it right now. But think about what's best for your family and your child. If your child has a really strong emotional attachment to all the things, then it might be best to make a big change when they are gone and then work with them on it when they return. Find out what they ask for. Don't completely get rid of it if it's something that they may be asking for. Um, but don't let them be, and, and then forgive yourself if you did get rid of something and they asked for it and it's gone. That happened too. But also we had a very special bunny that was my son's favorite toy for several years and it disappeared one day and I still haven't found it. And I prayed, um, And prayed and prayed that it would show up. We've moved multiple times and still never showed up. But what happened was my son told me he remembered throwing it away because he was upset one day and he threw it away. And then he was heartbroken that he had thrown it away. But he finally remembered that he had thrown it away. He was probably four or five, maybe a little older than that when it happened. But I mean, just 
don't hate yourself if something goes missing because things go missing all the time. It's not something if your kid <laughs> hates you or is really upset about something that you got rid of accidentally, you know, there's ways to fix that. <laughs> and ask your child to participate in it from now on so that their special things, you know, something that is important doesn't get, you know, doesn't turn into trash or get given away because they didn't take care of it. So I always put it as my children's responsibility to keep up with their own belongings. That should not be your responsibility. Yes, you are responsible for making sure that they know how to do it. Yes, you are responsible for making sure that they are capable of doing it and that you're not asking too much of them and for making sure that they don't have more than they can handle. That is your responsibility. You are responsible for teaching them how much is too much. If it feels overwhelming and they're literally laying on the floor crying, I can't, it's too hard. That's your sign that this is too much for them to do and um, time to get those garbage bags out, sweetheart. Bag them up. All right, well, what's too much for you to do? Can you pick out your 10 favorite things? All right, go put those away real quick. Put your 10 favorite over here and then pick out two things that are not your favorite and we'll donate those so that you don't have to clean up and they're not in the way anymore. Talk about the problem that they're having. What is the frustration that they're having? Is too much to clean up? Okay, well, let's get rid of a few things that are in the way, making it harder to clean up, right? Talk to them about what they're having the problem with so that they can understand why you're getting rid of the things, not because you don't want them to have it, but because you want it to be easy for them to maintain and clean up their things, right? Make it fun, make it happy, make it positive, get some ice cream afterwards, you know, do, uh, you know, go for a walk, talk about it. Uh, doesn't it feel better to have less stuff to clean up? Man, that was a lot of toys you had in there. I know why you felt overwhelmed because that really was a lot of toys. I didn't know we had hundreds of toys to clean up. How many do you think we had in there? A thousand? Like these are the conversations I have with my children, with my clients' children, when we're cleaning stuff up, like make it about them. I want them to be able to come in their room and keep it cleaned up every day. I don't want them to feel like their room is too hard to clean up. I don't want them to feel like their stuff is, it's too hard to put their own things away. That's not what we want for our children. So if your children are feeling that way, then we've got to make it easier. If you don't know where to start, that's what I do. <laughs> Give me a call, 980-389-0399 or I think it's 0389. Anyways, it's in the show notes. Or you can just call me, um, come in the Facebook group at the SOS Mom Show. Um, the SOS Mom Show in the Facebook groups and it's the SOSmom.com. You can book a consultation. You can um, schedule a virtual organizing session. Like those options are all available on the website and they are all linked below. So if that is something that you need done, you need help with, let's do it. Don't wait. Like it is hard to get through week after week feeling like you're behind. I've been there. I know what it feels like. I know how hard it is to feel, to wake up and feel like I'm behind for the day and that there's no way I'm going to be able to get everything done. And then the kids get sick and then I don't even get anything else done. And then somebody needs me to do something. And then I'm, you know, getting groceries again because the kid was sick and we needed more things or something else. And like all the things that 
pull on you as a mom and the stress and all the to-dos. <laughs> I understand that. I've been there. I am still there. But the messes aren't overwhelming anymore. So the daily, keeping up with the daily stuff doesn't stress me out anymore. It's easy. It's maintainable. And when it feels like it's not maintainable, it's because we've gotten extra stuff and it doesn't all fit where it should and it's not easy to put it away anymore. So let's work on that. Let's create easy to put away spaces, easy to maintain spaces. If you need help with that, let's talk. I'm here for you. I want to help you simplify your life and make each day easy to get through, easy to maintain every day. Um, if you guys have not left a review on the podcast yet, it really does bless my heart and make me feel so um, like I'm doing the right thing. Like I need to keep up. It keeps me motivated to keep putting these podcasts out. So if you have not left a review on Apple Podcasts, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review or you can leave a review on Google for me. Uh, Google is um, easy. You just click on Google My Business and write a review. And same with Apple Podcasts, just scroll down on Apple Podcasts, just under where it's got the first couple of episodes, you'll see the stars across, like five stars. Um, and then on the left, just below that, it says write a review. Click on that and just write your review out. Five stars get, is the best, obviously. That's what I would love. Um, but write a review and let me know how I've done or how it's impacted you or how it's helped your family or what you want to tell other people. All right, I'm so grateful to have you here. And I hope you will be back soon. I will be putting out another podcast real soon. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't done it already, make sure you go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for this show so more people can find it. If you want some more behind the scenes and more connection with me, come join the Facebook group at the SOS Mom Show. And you can email me or call 980-389-0399 and email at hello at the SOSmom.com. I'm waiting for you. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right? <laughs>